919 WRW is in Port Huron with the Felix and Tim Sports Show. Okay, that's really loud. Yeah, it's whatever. All right, well, we're back. I'm back at least. I, I wasn't here last week, but I probably wouldn't have did much anyway since John's more of the football guy than I ever will be. But yeah, yeah. And it was the draft last week, last Thursday. Yeah. So wow, these mic covers actually sound really good. Yeah, they sound a lot better because me and Felix are we're working at on first our new it was promo. Like <laughs> yeah, we're working, <laughs> we're working on our new promo because you you know the promos we do where it's like uh, unicorn spider unicorn legs. spider legs is one of them, and, and then, then you're the like, applause. let's give it up to the applause. Yeah, that and was a pretty good one. I don't I don't even know if we have our applause button even working. No, it doesn't even sound like it's okay. working. Well, that, that kind of sucks. But oh, there it is. Okay, why? Why do I? Why do I have to press it twice? I think it's just. I think it's just really late. I just. I can't even double click it. Stop. Okay. Um. Anyway, so before we start, we have to do weather and advertisement. Of course, we are d officially since of uh like two weeks ago sponsored by. Lester Wilkins Mortgage Team at Blue Water Home Loans. Visit www.bluewaterhomeloans.com to check them out. And, yeah, thanks to them for supporting the show and yeah. supporting the Nerd Podcast. Thanks for just them supporting us, period, like our station. We really appreciate it. It means a lot. So, obviously, yeah, thanks to them. But um, our weather is broken, so I'm just going to do it on my phone. Thought something came up, but uh, uh, it yeah. did. But it's just just that it's a little mini square. So okay. right now it's it's 42 degrees. Um, basically, it's just going to be kind of rainy, especially at four o'clock. That's we're going to have like a 60% chance of rain. Uh, it was raining. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't even know if it still is. The low for today is 45, and in between then and now is about 50. So it won't warm up too much. It's basically since yesterday it's dropped about 20 almost 30 degrees so don't expect too much outside stuff today especially if you got any sports going on it's going to be pretty rainy and it's going to suck a lot so yeah look out for that but today we're going to have a pretty well i i mean that's spring weather oh well, yeah we were thinking that we just skipped right to summer but really it's just rainy in spring well it, it should at least be like 50s 60s yeah almost. i like guess 42 degrees outside. yeah that's pretty cold it's like eight degrees above freezing whatever yep All okay right. well i have a pretty good show today um i think did we get the phone working no I, I know our our other phone is definitely not working no. as well we uh we broke the station's phone Okay, well, I think it just needs to be plugged in. Yeah, we need right. To, we need to replug it in again. So we're probably gonna do that in our next break. But well, yeah, I will. Uh, well, we can only do text as usual, as it's become the usual, because calling never works. I mean, so. the one time we actually did get the caller, and it was it was Autumn and Andrea and Lauren, and I literally just I put it on speakerphone. And I stuck it up next to the mic. Yeah. The, I feel like if we listen to back to that, it would sound terrible. Yeah, but who cares? It might sound better with our new mic covers. I like that a lot. Because like we were saying before, we are working on our new promo, and we were listening to our old our old podcast, and the first couple ones sounded really good. Like I, I liked how the mic sounded, but our last couple were like really, really bad. Like It was choppy, and we were cutting in and out. But so far, yeah. it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. Um, but, yeah, Appreciate our first it. question here is who is the favorite to win the cup, in your opinion? So there's a bunch of analysis that, you know, says at this point. I mean, freaking CBS Sports said that Boston was the worst team coming in the second round, which I completely don't agree right. with. That's stupid. But uh, you can text us at 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. Who is your favorite to win the cup? Honestly, I mean, yeah, I, I, I really, know. I really like the Jets in this series. Like, I like the Jets just in the playoffs in this, like, this year, just because of their high-powered offense and Hallenbrook is just an amazing goalie, and it's really hard for anyone to beat them, honestly. Yeah. But from the East, I would have picked the Bruins. Yeah, I, I mean, mean that's that's the same. 
I mean, that's what we I think we both had in our brackets. Yeah, we yeah we were going back on our old brackets, and those were our two top favorite teams. I mean, other than Felix picking the Flyers to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, no, they got close. They got close. <laughs> third, third in the Metro, as is the farthest they got all season. But yeah, I, I think that the Bruins are a strong team. I definitely don't think they're the worst in the second round. I think I like that, them a lot. I think that they played debatably the hardest team coming out of the first round, and and they're probably playing the hardest team in the East. Yeah, I would say so, and. I really do think whoever wins between this is just going to beat up the other team from the Metro. Yeah. I mean, it's so. going to be it's going to be hard because the West is looking really strong. I mean, honestly, any of these teams can be contenders in my opinion. I mean, other like, I just think the just West the is going to win it. Yeah. The West is looking really nice. Like you got the Golden Knights, they're obviously on fire. They've been on fire all year. They're having a really good series with the Sharks, but it's just the two best goalies in the playoffs just going up against each other. Really, it's really phenomenal. I mean, we got some scores here. Other than game one, everything's been pretty decently close. I mean, last night last night was otherwise. I mean, and game one was 7 to nothing Vegas, but San Jose came back with the 4 nothing game last night. And the other two have been in overtime. Game two was actually double overtime. Jeez. No, seriously, great goaltending from both goalies. It's just been – it's literally battle of the netminders. Their offenses have been fantastic. And, I mean, even yeah, in Winnipeg. Just, yeah, they're just both good around, like, solid all-around teams. Like, the offenses have been great, but, I mean, the games aren't 8-9 to nine or, you know, friggin' 8-5. to five. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's a series to where – the scores are moderate, and it could be you know one to nothing game, but it also could easily be a five to four game, and it's always you know close to within that one goal. And you know other than last night where Vegas couldn't put one past Jones, which is kind of expected sometimes. You know you got two hot goalies. Sometimes they're really on. Sometimes they're really off. And right now they're both coming in hot. And Martin Jones just had that first bad game. Where you know the Sharks had some doubt in them, but they end up starting him, and which I think there was obviously no doubt. And you know he's played like he did in the first round against this Vegas team, which he needed to do. And then you have Vegas, who's basically just continued their insanely hot streak uh, into San Jose, and a lot of people have doubted Vegas, myself being one of them. Uh, but I think they're doing a really good job at keeping up with other teams. And, I mean, they are the first seed, but I really just thought that they wouldn't be able to compete in the playoffs. And we all know the regular season is a lot different. But, you know, Vegas has proven themselves, and uh, they've generated scoring from a lot of different areas. And they've played mostly disciplined. Uh, the Sharks have gotten under the skin a few times. Um, but, you know, yeah, if if the Sharks get a win tonight, I could see the series pretty much being over with the Sharks going back home. And especially, you know, winning in probably one of the hardest places out of these remaining teams. And I, It's just I, I, I can't even pick a team right now between the Sharks and the Knights just because, like, they're both just – if one team's on fire, then they're going to win that night. But, like, if they're both on fire, then it's just going to – it's I. I could never pick. I don't know. I think it's just going to go into the game seven. I think there's not really going to be a a game, a real turning point until game seven, obviously, because that would be the yeah. last game of the series. I it's really just, think, yeah, I really, really think even. all these series could be possible game sevens, which lacked in the first in the first round. There was only one game seven. It was just the Bruins and the I think Leafs. it's the same with the NBA playoffs, where literally almost every single top seed one i think in the nhl every single top seed did one i mean other than the pelicans you got one two one two one two pelicans one and the three the so the sharks upsets. the sharks beat the ducks that was the main thing and they beat them in four so i mean that was your that was your upset there but other than that no other team and same with the nba two series it's only two se only two of the series actually 
had the lower seed win, and, like, the one was, like, kind of surprising, in my opinion, which was the Pelicans. But, I mean, the Jazz made it, and I think the Jazz would be the better team going. No, I don't even know who would play better. The Rockets are going to win the, the championship. I mean, the Golden State Warriors, it's basically down between the Houston Rockets and the Warriors. And the yeah. Warriors, now that all their team is, I, like, healthy, they're terrifying. I just think that sucks because, like, the NBA, it's kind of just like, yeah, we know, like, the two most dominant teams. The East is looking really bad right now, even in the playoffs. And then the NHL, it's like, yeah, the East does look worse, but they're still highly competitive teams. And all these teams in the second round are really amazing teams to where you look at the NBA and you're like, uh, you, you Jazz know are which like, teams aren't the Jazz make are iffy, it. but they did pick up a win. And then you got Pelicans who are just kind of like, well, they made it in the first round. And then they just kind of are showing their true colors and yeah. kind of dying off. And then the East, it's just a big question mark, but you just know that they're worse. You just honestly don't know who's going to the finals. And you just hope. It's your favorite team. And then you got, like, this year in the NHL, I think, has been really exciting. I mean, you got the Lightning, who are leading the Bruins right now in some, you know, in an electric series with tons of hitting. You know, it was 6-2, to two, the first game, Boston, then 4-2 to two, Tampa, 4-1 to one, Tampa. I think Tampa's kind of finding out how to shut down Boston's first line. So it just depends on how bo the rest of Boston's team is going to play. And that top line plays about a minute 40 on every single power play. And the other line comes out and literally gets past the blue line, turns the puck over. And it's just kind of like I think Boston needs a more well-rounded team. I think they need performance on all sides. Then you got the Capitals-Penguins, which is, you know, of course, the rivalry in the second round is what it seems like. The Capitals have been beaten, I think, twice in the past two or three years. Yeah, well, it's like it's a regular – that that's the kind of thing that you've just been like waiting for. Like you just remember in like 2012 when the number one rivalry across the league was like the Capitals versus the Penguins. Like that was the one that everyone talked about. Everyone wanted to see that game. It was like the Winter Classic that year. It was just like, and now you're just looking at these teams. You're like, well, I mean, obviously the Penguins are going to be contenders every year whether we want them to be or not. But, like, at the same time, you're looking at the top teams above them, which is the Lightning and the Bruins, and you're like, wow, I feel like either of those teams, whoever comes out of that series is going to win out the East. Like, it's not – like, they are a good team, and they'll put up a fight in the, in the, you know, in the conference finals. But, like, at the same time, I just can't see either of those teams – beating the Lightning or the Bruins. And, I mean, like you said before, the Bruins do need more production from, like, multiple lines and, like, on both sides. It's mostly just coming from, like, Pasternak and uh, – Pasternak, Marchant, and Bergeron. That's the basically line. the one line that you look at. But at the same time, that's all, the only line that you really need. You got, like, in the first, like, three games of the playoffs this year, Pasternak had, like, ten points. And yeah, that, was, they that was in, like, two, actually, because of the third. He didn't even score, I don't think. But like, yeah, they're they're just a crazy team, that and that's just yeah, amazing. just an amazing line. Um, but then the West, I mean, you got the Predators and the Jets, which are both just amazing teams. It's been a really fun series to watch. Winnipeg oh, took the first that. game. I love that series. I was watching it at my uh, at my girlfriend's house, and the one game that went into overtime, which was Game Three. Yeah, wanted a double overtime. That was a really good end of regulation because you had. It was about like four to four. No, it was three to three, I think. And then Nashville scored a goal with like a minute 50 or something. And then Winnipeg came right back down and they ended up scoring like this cross crease to Scheifel. It was fantastic. Scored with like 30 seconds left, sent it into overtime. Really fun series. Two, this is like the definition of what the league is coming to which is just pure speed and offense and it's not like I don't see a lot of hitting coming out of those teams but at the same time you just see like pure offense just you the definition of like PK Subban is literally he's the two-way defender and he's up and down the ice 24-7 the entire game he's just going back and forth back and forth and then you got the same players doing that on Winnipeg too like Bufflin's obviously a big hitter himself but he's also moving up and down He's taking shots here and there. It's just like it's a really fast-paced game. It's it's fun to watch. 
Yeah, and then uh, Winnipeg won last game 7-4, to four, which they had to come back from a 3 to nothing deficit. So, I mean, both those teams can really score at will, and I think Hellenbrook is the better goalie in the series. I agree. And Rene's a battle-tested playoff goalie, but Hellenbrook is just coming out of his shell this season. He's destroying. Yeah, I, I don't know what it what it is, but, like, those tall goalies – are just amazing. You have Vasilevsky on the other side, who's like six foot five. Uh, Helen Brook himself, I think, is six foot three. Duka's like uh, Ben Bishop's six tall. One. Ben Bishop is like six five. Yeah, but so, I mean, we didn't see much out of him this year. So yeah, I guess that doesn't really count. But it's just insane. Like uh, all these goalies are just huge, and I mean, you still have you know the goalies that are more a normal height that are you know still. All throughout the league, you're not drafting NBA players yeah, as goalies. Like, you know, it's like five, eleven, six foot even. That would be like, I think the average goalie height would be like six one. It, would, yeah. it wouldn't be like too high, but at the same time, it wouldn't be like too low. You wouldn't be like Tim Thomas, who's like five eight, like he was way too short. But like, I mean, hey, they won, they won the cup that year. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I mean, yeah, I just think Helmbrick's a better goalie. No, I agree. And, I totally agree. You know, I think he's had more success this season, and it's really about riding in on the hot goalie. Jets are coming out of this series. The Jets are, I feel like the Jets versus Golden Knights or the Sharks, it's definitely going to be a really tough series. And I actually don't know who would come out of it, to be honest, but I do think Winnipeg's going to come out of that round, beat the Preds in, like, six, maybe seven. Yeah. I could see all these series going into seven games. This is, like, this is really good hockey, like, all all eight of these teams, like I know I was saying the Capitals and Penguins don't really have much of a chance, but at the same time, it's anything's yeah, possible. I, I mean, Ottawa never had a chance no, last like, year. Obviously, yeah, like Ottawa, it was just they were kind of like the odd man out. And then, and then, then this year they went to the Eastern Conference they Finals. Like, they got like last this year. Yeah. They? they got last in the <laughs> yeah. league. Carlson. They were like – they, I think they were like two points under the Red Wings, which I, is saying that's something. Embarrassing. <laughs> that's really I mean, Buffalo was the worst, and then that was followed by Montreal. Montreal is just Vancouver just lost it this year. They don't even know what they're or doing. Arizona. I don't even know. There's just those it's teams. a mess down there. It's you know, it's whatever. They're gonna probably just pull a Philadelphia 76ers. Stack some draft picks. That's the process like Arizona's been doing for the past five years. We do that as the Wings, but because of we, <laughs> I heard the one thing we because we won, um, because we won our last two games or one of our last games, we uh, we bumped down a spot in the draft. Yay! So what are we at to, now? We're six, at like seven, seven or six. I don't know this draft class. So, I mean, um, I have all I've heard is it's. There's one guy who's coming out of like Europe, I think. Yeah, honestly, there's there's really only one or two guys that come out of every NHL draft. There's not really a lot, and you look back and you still see contributors because the NHL is really full of contributors, and everyone gets a chance being on all four lines, but you really don't know until you kind of settle them in three next, or four years. Up next, we're talking about the NBA playoffs, so keep it here. Sports is here on the wave with the Felix and Tim Sports Show, hosted by Felix Archer, Big Spider. They both got ejected. The unicorn spider legs yep. and Tim Doyle to give it to the applause. <laughs> Live on air every Thursday from three to four p.m. Here at ninety-one point nine, we play hits like Havana by Camila Cabello featuring Young Thug. What lovers do by Maroon Five. Bad at Love by Halsey. Keep it 
keep listening here at 91.9 FM, The Wave. I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. It was very hard for me, but Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. At age 47, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This is the Felix and Tim Sports Show on 91.9 every Thursday from 3 to 4. Now, here's Felix and Tim. You know what, Andrew? That wasn't true. Felix and Tim haven't been here in like two weeks. Yeah. We're, we're rarely ever together anymore. <laughs> we get unlucky. I don't know. I feel like our best shows come when we're together. Yeah, I mean. We have pretty decent supporting cast, I would have to say. I think it's nice to have a couple people fill in every once in a while because, like, I have a job. Felix, Ooh, look, the weather's swim. back. Oh, great. Good thing we only do weather <laughs> twice per show. And we can't use it right now. We only do it twice. Uh, I hope it goes down <laughs> before we hit the next break. The whole oh. station is going to go down before we hit the next break. You're going to break the phone again. I fixed the phone, by the way, so, I mean, I would do the applause, but at the same this time, is, it's just going to take too long. This is such long. a small section. What, the NBA? Dude, it's it's literally, I I got the games, and we're, we're going to talk about them. <laughs> okay. Where did they go? Right at the bottom. Yeah, it's how small it is. We're at the Western Conference. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is pretty small. <laughs> so it, it yeah, you literally was. You literally thought this was the I, all I Eastern <laughs> Conference. Was, that's basically what the NHL section looks like. Oh, well, it's, it's just, just because not. the top section is like double spaced and stupid. Oh, my draft section. Yeah, your <laughs> the draft picks section are just weird. I don't even know what happened there, but basically right now we're talking about the NBA playoffs. So for the question, we got. Do you think the NBA should start suspending players for some of these chippy after the whistle plays? Some really nice vocab there, Felix, but we'll we'll do the question again. Do you think the NBA should start suspending players for chippy plays? Give us a text. You can actually probably call us and I'll just talk to you off air if you want, but give us a call, text us 810-258-3160. That's 810-258-3160. Good old, good old Toronto. All right, you want to hear my uh, synopsis of NBA playoff basketball in one minute? This will take a minute. Okay, um, here we go. Eastern Conference Finals, not not the finals. Eastern Conference second round. Toronto Raptors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hold up. Let me get just, a timer uh, out here for this one. Just a rivalry. What are you talking What? If you're going to do your timer, we got to get you a minute. I was just timing it on the remaining sports. time. Yeah, well, we got to have a noise for it. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. Eastern second round thing or majigs. We got the Toronto Raptors versus the LeBron Cavaliers. And the Toronto Raptors hate the LeBron Cavaliers. And LeBron Cavaliers look like they're gonna win. They already won the first game. Doesn't even matter what the margin was. Next time we got uh next game and next series in the Eastern Conference Finals, we got the Celtics. They're just dominating the 76ers. Ben Simmons isn't even that good. He's probably a little overrated. Um, they won by 16. I think everyone sleeps on the Celtics. They're actually still a really good team. Western Conference, Houston Rockets, and Utah Jazz. If you think the Jazz are going to win, you're probably stupid. But, you know, they did win last night, so whatever. I guess I'm stupid for thinking that the Rockets are going to win. And then the Warriors against the Pelicans. Pelicans just really stand no chance. They wasted too much energy in the first round against the Trailblazers and, you know, beat them. So good for them. They swept them. Right on time. Wow. All right. Well, basically, I pretty much agree with some of the stuff you just said because I I want the Toronto Raptors to win, and it's going to be a pretty close series just like all the other series have been apparently with the Cavs. But I do think Toronto I mean, should come out of this. The Cavs are pretty washed up. But I mean, and they're, they're not still even good. like they're young. They're like everyone's like twenty now. They traded all their old guys in for some young guns from the Lakers. Yeah, but I mean, Cavs are just kind of the Cavs. 
to do as they please in the East, and the Raptors always are like, yeah, guys, all right, we're game plan, one. we're number one. Cleveland's coming to our house, and we're going to take it to them, and then they lose both games at home, steal one from Cleveland, and then lose game five at home. Game one losing streak starts now. Yeah, back at it, guys. They broke it at 12, and then now <laughs> they they're back one. on at one. So now instead of being like, oh, yeah, the Raptors are doing good game ones, now it's, just, yeah, now it's just like one and 14. Yeah, that's that's terrible. It's just remembered okay. as one and 14. We're never going to look at the positive. Poor We're Raptors. just going to forget the win. I, I love the Raptors. Who was it against? Washington. Washington. The and they st- Washington still won two games and tied the series. Yeah, so that's that's kind of... The Raptors stupid. stand no chance. I don't even know why they're the Raptors one seed every six. single year. They're not even... Don't they don't even deserve to be the one seed. Cavs in five. Any team that LeBron's on is going to destroy. Just because, like, he can just do whatever he wants, and it's... I don't understand it. Like, he either he can score on command no matter what the situation is, whether it's playoffs or regular season or preseason. The one game they have in London, he could be on the freaking NCAA team. They're still paying him out there. And he could just score 40 any night he wants. And then he gets 10 assists. And I don't get why anyone pounds. can't. Like, no one can stop LeBron. Like, pretty sure that you can stop LeBron. You just have to actually try on defense, James yeah, Harden. Break his break his jaw. I mean, Lance Stevenson, have you seen, punch him in the head. Have you seen – yeah, Lance does a pretty good job. Lance is a beauty. I mean, have you seen Kawhi Leonard on LeBron? Like, if you watch a Kawhi Leonard on LeBron game, like, Kawhi is apparently going to leave the Spurs, so wherever he goes, be sure to watch that game. And watch how many screens LeBron calls for to try to get Kawhi off him. He wants to switch so bad. And, I mean, Kawhi's just shoving through screens constantly. And I I would, like, my guess would be, like, 30. Probably more than 30, like 50 times. LeBron literally calls for a screen. And he, like, they try to shake Kawhi off him. He's one of the people that can lock LeBron down. I mean, there's there's some other people, but I don't think. And, of course, you know, it takes the best on defense to shut down the best on offense. But, I mean, I don't get why everyone's like, oh, you just can't stop him. I just kind of feel like you can't because he gets a foul. Like Every single time he drives the lane, every single time he steps into the paint, he's either going to score or draw a foul. That's almost guaranteed. Yeah. It's just – it sucks. I because mean, he's like been in the any, league forever. Any team – that goes up against LeBron and the Cavs in the playoffs, it's just kind of like, well, no matter how good or bad the Cavs are coming into this, we're probably going to lose. Your bench could literally score, like the Cavs bench could literally score like 10 points, 5 points, 2 points. LeBron would make up for it with like 60 points, 100 rebounds. 18, no, he'd probably have, like, three assists. He'd still, no, he'd probably get 10 assists because he still managed to get the triple-double, but. Uh, like, seven steals. He'd pass it off the backboard to himself and get a couple assists there. But, like, he literally, he can do whatever he wants. I'm just going to root for the Raptors the whole way just because I really want them to hit, like, a couple buzzer beaters or they something. They just maybe. suck. They just literally suck. Maybe they could hold it close. and then, I don't like, get it. Hit it at the It's buzzer. like Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan are coming into the playoffs, and they're like, they're really good, and every time I hear that, I'm like, the first game, they shut shoot up. like two for 12 in threes. It's like, it's not even the, true. The crapters. <laughs> it's not even true once it hits the playoffs. DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry suck. Don't even tell me any different. Suck in the playoffs. They just don't, they don't know what to do. It's just like they turn off Those all babies. sense of basketball. Whatever. Little babies. Uh, it's like you, if you Michael picked- Jordan went against LeBron James, Michael Jordan would beat him up, and then LeBron would just start crying. <laughs> LeBron would never survive in street basketball. I honestly don't think LeBron – I think LeBron's better than Jordan. Obviously, this is a different conversation for No, LeBron is not better than Jordan. LeBron is better than Jordan because LeBron, Jordan's literally half the size of LeBron. LeBron can move across the court in, like, five strides. 
Yeah, and he picks up the ball for four of them. Cares? It's like, oh man, I can jump too far. It's like, I yes, I respect Michael Jordan, and I do think he's like one of the greatest to ever play. But I think if LeBron went up against Michael Jordan, LeBron would probably destroy him because like Jordan's fast, but LeBron is literally exactly as fast as he is, and he weighs like a hundred pounds more than Jordan did. Well, it's like, okay, take it like this: if you guys have ever played video games, you understand that like you kind of win based off your team, no matter what game it really is. So, like, everyone's like, oh, come on, like, 1v1 me, dude. So, it's like, I don't think that I don't know who'd win between Jordan and LeBron in a 1v1. It'd probably, they'd probably split a series of seven pretty evenly. But if they if their prime team, say, Jor or, uh, you know, Jordan's whatever, his magical season Bulls where they won, like, 81 or 80 or 79. I, it was, like, the 97 Bulls. Yeah, them against LeBron's Heat, I feel like I would just take the Bulls. Like, if they went on a five-on-five matchup. What other teams were in the league in 97 that destroyed? You got the Jazz, the Sonics, and what else? The Pistons? The Suns. That was late. The Suns. Okay, so we got four. And out yeah, of those Yeah, well, who teams, does LeBron have that's really good in the East? Well, it doesn't matter. It's like, that's... Four teams in total. You got LeBron's teams. We were playing like Golden State. They're literally fourth in the league right now. And as the Heat, they were like, I think they were first. No, they weren't first. They were. They were first sometimes. The Knicks. The Knicks were first that season. That's just tragic. That was when Mike say. Mike Woodson was the interim coach, and they took him on this huge streak, and they. They won like 50. And they hired Phil Jackson. Yeah, Phil Jackson ruined that team. He ruined the Knicks. It's just, oh my gosh. The NBA, you're either break. you're either good and contending and like kind of fun to watch, or you're just a piece of garbage. And the Pistons are a piece of garbage. I Pistons mean, are trying they're okay. very, very hard to be relevant, <laughs> yeah. and they, they just can't do it. They'll sit at the ninth yeah, seed they're not, every <laughs> single season. They're not like the They'll Brooklyn trade. Nets who are just like, Abysmal. You if, don't even want to watch. If you literally them, said, if you literally said, I'm a Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, Nets organization I'm from has resigned. It was just be like, okay, okay. I'm from the Bronx. I'm a I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. If you wear that, you're gonna get beat up. You you if you wear any Nets gear, you are going to get beat up. People hate you. I follow the Nets on Instagram just to see their. They have these. You know how like the Instagram accounts, the team accounts post like highlight reels and stuff and usually if they lose they don't post anything the nets, the nets always still have the nets post. say we'll be back in new york tomorrow or something underneath a picture of the one huge guy with an afro blocking someone or dunking on a yeah and then it shows the score underneath and it's like 125 to 70 to <laughs> it's like it's literally 125 <laughs> to 70 and it says we'll see you next time thanks for coming out guys we won 15 games this year if you ever buy season for tickets from out. us ever again, we'll give you the stadium rights. Thanks for we're coming out, guys. We're going to give you we stock really exchange for your it. tickets. Like, you can own part of the Nets if you buy tickets from us. Like, no one wants <laughs> It's that. literally going to a baseball game at it's, this point. It's just $5 a no ticket. Family packs are 15 It's just, it's literally like. Get 10 hot dogs. The, the, with Brooklyn there, it's like you know they're bad, but when you're talking about the Pistons, like like I was saying, they're literally a ninth seed every single year, and they are just trying so hard to be relevant. It's just one of those teams just that you just tank. There's just you win just one you of those lose. teams. You get publicity by either being the best or the worst. Make a it's just kind of like it's just kind of like the Pistons. They're just kind of like, oh, we got Blake Griffin. Look, oh, we didn't traded, make the playoffs. I traded for a guy that's worth 126 million dollars, but hey, he averages you 18 see, points a game. You know what Jose Calderon's net worth is? As much as LeBron. <laughs> he plays with LeBron. No, 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 no. What? His net worth is $2.2 billion. Billion? It's because of Spain. His dad was the co-founder of Coca-Cola. What? Yeah. Why is he? I don't know, but he, he has a 7% stock in the whole industry. He literally, oh my gosh. What? <laughs> Him and his brother. His he's dad His dad passed he's away. He's the part owner of Coca-Cola. His dad was the co-owner at Coca-Cola. Yeah, and so, I mean, him and his brother, his dad passed, and they got half the company. 
<laughs> it's literally. Uh, he literally he he's number eighty six on the Cavs. Like a guy, uh, he's a point guard who's his numbers in the eighties. Like okay, well here's here's this guy who has Wait, been relevant. Who was the guy who tried to dunk and tore his ACL? <laughs> who was the point guard? He played for the Knicks. Bogdan? No. No. Andrea Bargnani. Yeah. Air Barn. Oh my gosh. Do you remember the one where he tried to dunk on the guy and then he like took the ball up with one hand and just collapsed over and hit the <laughs> ground? <laughs> I got I gotta pull this video up because this is like I just saw it. I follow this Knicks page. They do like Knicks rumors and stuff. And he posted this random picture. He's like, this was four years ago today. And it was Andrea Bargnani. Falling like Superman <laughs> style with the ball in his hand. Oh yeah, I think I remember that. That was like super famous for just fails. Uh, next series: Boston Celtics, Philadelphia. Like I said, everyone sleeps on Boston. Everyone really bandwagons Philadelphia because like trust the process is finally here. You understand that when the process is finished, that doesn't automatically mean NBA Finals. A yeah. process is usually making the playoffs three years in a row and then being a contesting team. Yeah, they're contesting this year, but it's not finals guaranteed. Stop overrating Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. If you can shut down those two, Philadelphia sucks. Here he goes down the <laughs> I It literally looks like uh, Bargnani. It looks like he seriously like, was injured on like, that fall, do, do and he's fine. Do you know? Who it was it, against the Suns. If you is not the Suns? No, it's against the Sixers. Oh, so this no was, one was watching was, that game at the time. Right, so this was when the Sixers went like eight and like eighty-two. Like they went. This was bad. oh, Pablo Prigioni was on this team. He tried to dunk on two players on the Sixers. He hit his head twice. There's the slow mo. He went in for the Jordan-esque <laughs> leg kick. No, dude, I am so glad he landed with his arm locked. I'm so glad it didn't like. His yeah. elbow just did pop if, out. If you don't know who Andrea Bargnani is, he's literally seven foot one, but he cannot post up for his life. He's 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 the definition of like weak. He's he's trying to be a stretch five or a stretch four, even though he's seven foot one, and like he could try to pull out for three, but at the same time, he's just so slow and he can't post up for his life. His his probably his shooting percentage is better from three than it is in paint. He's garbage inside. Anyway, in the West, Houston Rockets versus the Utah Jazz. James Harden's dominating like always, but the Rockets lost because of Donovan Mitchell. That's all what we really expect. This is going to be I, it's actually I a better know. series than I thought. The Rockets will probably pull out of this one, obviously, but, I mean, congrats to Donovan Mitchell. If he can pull out in this series, if he can, like, pull three games in this series, I think he should have rookie in the rookie of the year in the bag. I mean, I've been – Kind of a do they sentence. do they factor what you do in the playoffs for the rookie of the year? I think they should factor part of your team because I mean, like obviously Russell Westbrook won it last year, but at the same time, I mean, his team was a seventh seed, and he was averaging forty points a game or something. It's stupid. It's like I don't know. I'm not a fan of Russell Westbrook. You can argue that point with me anytime, and I will tell you exactly why he is the reason the Thunder kind of suck. No, Thunder suck for a lot more reasons now. I, you know, I, I just think it's a hundred percent him. He forces too much. You can shoot twenty six shots in a game, and you're still not going to win anything. That's why Kobe started losing at the end of his career. Yeah, but he forces shots. But I mean, and then he at, forces at the last passes. point. At the last point, you look at what he did in the final game, and I mean, Paul George shot what two for thirteen. That was mellow. One of the two, and then the other one shot like two for seven. And it was like, well, what do you do now? Feed in the paint to uh, Steven Adams or uh, like, who's all, there for? Everyone on that team is streaky. They're streaky shooters. But, like, at the same time, it's just been like it's either Westbrook scores 40 points, Paul George scores 36, and the Thunder win by two points. Oh, yeah, it's either uh, Paul George scores 40 and other team, other, the other two score four combined. And they still only win by, like, two points. That's why I think there's an issue with the fact that Russell Westbrook is shooting 30 shots a game. That's that's my that's the problem. I don't. And then uh, you got Golden State, New Orleans. 
I don't. They actually kept it close last game, other than the first game where there was a complete blowout. But I don't think the Pelicans take like It'll have what it serious. takes to defend Golden State over Portland. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Here at 91.9, we have all of today's newest and best hits, like Perfect by Ed Sheeran. Still by Portugal the Man. Let Me Go by Haley Steinfeld. For all these great songs and the rest of today's best hits, keep on listening here at WRW 91.9 FM, The Wave. You're listening to the new 91.9. Well, not really, but now you people have more of your favorite DJ. I'm leaving you people. What do you mean, you people? Noah Harris, Tuesday afternoons, 5 to 8. Nick Blasser, Wednesday nights, 8 to 11. And Andrew Thompson, every Friday morning from 4 to 7. This is The Wave. We're already back. Yeah, that was kind of fast. But Okay, uh, next segment, Lions Draft. I only covered the Lions, but I know enough about the national news. And no one really cares about the national news besides the quarterback. And if we get there... We get there. All right. Since it is the start of the third block, it's time for weather. And the weather is actually up and live right now. So we got. Whoa. It's, it's uh, 40.8 degrees. It, it dropped two degrees since we last started talking. Um, <sighs> it's overcast outside with 97%. Why is it humidity. freezing? It's really humid and it's very cold. Why it's is it freezing? Okay, it's probably gonna. What I is think. this? How do you even explain this? Global warming. No. <laughs> Global colding. Well, I honestly feel like that wouldn't be as much of a problem as global warming. This global <laughs> colding and just be like, get over it. I don't know why people get so upset about global warming. Like, I get it. Things are melting. Things are dying. Okay, well, if it was like Arizona, all across the Arizona's world, got melting highways. Seen, yeah, have you seen those pictures where it's like hey, tar is just I, sticking I to people's summer. feet in the or uh, in India? Tar was sticking to people's feet. Dude, I saw a picture of like one of those plastic mailboxes in Arizona. It literally melted and bent over. <laughs> it fell over itself and melted into the street. There's, you know, and you've seen pictures all over Twitter and stuff like this. It's like you see, you see people with like cookie sheets sitting in their window, like at college, yeah, just baking eggs yeah, on the road because it's like 300 degrees inside your car. Like you can't touch any metal parts on your car. You probably have to cool it. You know how usually you warm your car. Fire up? You extinguisher have to, cool to touch it. your seatbelt. Got to dunk it in the lake before you walk in, and then you gotta get a new car after that. But. I, I don't know. I think I think global warming could be a gigantic issue. If if the world got really hot, that would suck. You just you just kind of gotta live in the present, guys. Like if we die because all the glaciers melt and the whole Earth just becomes 100% water, so be it. There's literally an entire generation Whatever. of people below us. <laughs> Whatever. They could literally all die, and you're just saying, "Yeah, let's just live in the present." Just live, guys. Like, just live, live your life, even if you're your life, eight years old. Yeah, bro, just live. Play some Fortnite, bro. Just honestly, two year olds don't live. I mean, you can't. Two year olds also don't worry about global warming. Yeah, two year olds don't care. It's because two year olds can't even think their own thoughts. They're like, "Mom, I want milk." Nah, mom, just cry what's for dinner. Mom, I want to watch Ninja. <laughs> Yeah, you. That's like I every middle schooler. Yeah, no, that's true. 
whatever. Today it's just going to rain. Tomorrow it's going to rain. Friday uh, it's going to be breezy with a chance of showers. And then a bunch of stuff. It's going to be in the 70s. So prepare for more warm weather. I think it was it was supposed to be like 70s today. I actually don't know. I checked yesterday. It's I forgot it was if, supposed to be 70s. I forgot if I checked the weather this morning or not, but I usually do. And it, it said like 70s, so I yeah, just got my shorts. And, yesterday it said like 70, and then today this morning I checked it. It said like 60. Like that and was then it's just 40. Update. And now it says Boom. 40 with a high of 40. And it's like. <sighs> okay. it's Thank stupid. you. Thank you, Michigan. Well, the weather is great. Just kidding. Weather sucks. Dandy weather outside for uh, the all that plant. All those plants, they're really thriving right now because they all just bloomed and died. Do you know what else is thriving right now? I don't know. The house business. <laughs> the housing industry. Yeah. No, we'll get to that later. If, if we're talking about, if we're still talking about middle schoolers, we do have um, the, I think it's the band festival, the middle school band festival. It's going on at our school currently, I think, because I remember I was trying to print out our script and I... I bumped into a couple of kids that almost look like freshmen at our school, but you realize that they definitely aren't freshmen, even though there are a couple of freshmen that do look like them. But this kid was, he was young. And that's, that's not a knock on him. It's just, you know that the middle schoolers are in town. We're when just you see this old. Kid. Yeah, we just, we just feel old. Yeah, I mean, old. you look at that and it's like, it's only like six years ago. And it was just kind of like, wow. I just feel like that definitely was not me in sixth grade. Like, I remember being a freshman and just being like, oh, my gosh, look at the seniors. Like, I know all of them. And, like, I don't know them or talk to them, but, like, I know who they are. And now it's just kind of like we just kind of roam around the school. Like, we just know where to go. We just do our thing. Just be quiet. And then all the other kids are just kind of like the other people that are going to the school are just kind of like, oh, my gosh, the seniors just kind of like, <laughs> we don't really do anything. Yeah. I remember a lot of our classes before us, the senior classes, they would do all this, like, all this stuff. And even the same goes for our radio station. We used to have a bunch of, like, community events going on. But, like, we just kind of chill. Like, we're, we're just kind of like the chill senior class. We don't do a whole lot. We don't cause a it's lot of messes. Bad. Yeah, I know it's kind of <laughs> bad, but it's also not like, you know, there's there there's a class below us that, <laughs> like last year they got like three fights i was like what what's even going on like there's consistent like fights and stuff and it's like why is this happening kids these days kids and global warming kids global colding global warming i don't even care the most important question is what letter grade would you give the Lions draft? give us a call text us at 810-258-3160 gavel noise it's gonna be on our promo, so that was yeah. a, that was a foreshadow. Um, yeah, I I'll get to that later. <laughs> the Lions draft. I like that segue into this segment. That was nice. I like that. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. Wow. I like that. Uh, All right. The Lions are disappointing. Actually, they're honestly getting me. I'm honestly mad at them before the season even started. Yeah, I mean. I just feel like they can't do anything right ever. So, I just don't they, even. They haven't. No Detroit team is doing anything right. They never do anything right. Like, the Lions, they just they just do stupid stuff. They lose, and then they do stupid stuff. And it's like, all right, whatever. It's the Lions. We just gave up on them, like, six years ago. <laughs> and then you got the Red Wings, who's like, wow, you know, you could be making strides this way, but, hey, we're going to try to go the opposite direction and then we're going to try to backtrack and you're going to stay in the exact same spot forever which is just out of the important position where like if you're low enough you get some high draft picks out of it and i mean you win a couple games here and there makes you look decent and then there's the red wings where they go just high enough to get a low draft pick but just low enough so that they can't even make the playoffs and make any money whatsoever. And that's the Red Wings. And the Pistons. Pistons um, excuse me? I mean, hey. It's true. I mean, yeah. This, this could be an unpopular opinion. 
we are in the Detroit area. Do not hate. Don't not, hate on our home team. I'm not hating. We. That's Excuse just what me? Excuse me? No, we're trying to figure this out. You guys got, like, it just to has be to a get good through te- it. To be a good sports area place, you have to have self-realization of what to do. Exactly. You look at Philadelphia. We suck. The Eagles were like, what? What the Eagles go last year? They barely did anything, did they? They sucked last year. And they knew They're it. They're so far. They, well, like, okay. they knew it. They weren't that good. And it's not like Eagles fans were like, hey, I hate the Eagles now. It's like, hey, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> and then, fans were just kind of like, I yeah. Mean, the Sixers fans. Typical. Were, yeah, and the Sixers were just like, well, we're working on a process. Like, our our coach was like, hey, this is the process. We're going to get these guys. And we're going to yeah, get them okay. into all-star teams. The Sixers team. was – that's overdramatic. Like, but you they, win eight games. They tanked it for three years. And you know what? And I'm surprised that their they fan base is even suck. still there. They knew they were going to suck, okay? And everyone knew they were going to suck for a couple years. But, hey, look it. We went from, like, 12th or, like, 10th, 11th last year. And then now we're third in the East. Like, what just happened? That's, Nothing. You know, the Red Wings could be doing that. It'll fade out. Sixers were stacking draft picks. They were getting high draft picks just because of how bad they were. And I mean, you're not supposed to tank. You're not supposed to tank. I mean, yeah, it's against the league rules. But at the same time, it was like they literally I think it's have, hard to tank. And and they, I, didn't, yeah, they didn't have any It's pieces. hard to tank in hockey. With the Mavs and stuff, like, well, you could tank in hockey. You just have to literally do a – the Sixers did, like, an an entire roster overhaul last year, and they dropped all their players, traded them for draft picks. There was, like, the the trade deadlines those seasons. They They were giving up everyone for anything that was related to a draft pick. They did not care whatsoever. And then right. they just pulled some G League guys up, and they were like, hey, you guys want to play for us? Go for it. And stuck with, like, Hollis Thompson. Okay, we got to start talking about the Lions. Yeah, it's the Lions draft. We're going to be going over it. So, round one, 20th overall, we took Frank Ragnow. He's from Arkansas. He's a center. He's a center. So, back-to-back years, <laughs> centers in the first round? No, last year was just an offensive lineman. Oh, and just then, a guard, I think. Yeah, so two – Two pretty big guys, but it, yeah, they're it, big, all right. It was a very interesting pick in a lot of people's eyes, but whatever. There's ups and downs. Yep. Round two, 43rd overall. We took Carryon Johnson, running back from Auburn. I, Up and down. Yeah. There's downsides. Not too bad. Round three, with the 82nd overall pick, we took Tracy Walker, safety, Louisiana. Yep. Round that four. Was it. Yeah, it's just it. Round four, we got. 114th overall, Deshaun Hand, defensive end from Alabama. That one's a little exciting because we traded a third-round pick to the Patriots next year for that pick, so we had our eyes on him. So I mean, hey, apparently he's he's the steal of the draft from everyone. So I mean, we'll who take, knows? We'll take it. We'll see. We'll see next year. Uh, round five, 153rd overall, we have Terrell Crosby, offensive lineman from Oregon. Yeah, uh, another offensive lineman. Yep. Round seven, 237th overall, we took Nick Bodden from San Diego. It's State. actually bad that I think the seventh-round pick was better than the fifth-round pick. Whatever. <laughs> Not better skill-wise, I think just better fit. So basically, I'll be going over some, you know, some trusted sources on the draft grade for the Lions, and then we're going to get Felix's grade overall. We'll, we'll make you guys wait for that one. So NFL.com, they gave them a B. New York Post gave him his B as well. Detroit Free Press, B. Rotor World, B+. Sports Illustrated, B. SB Nation, B. Pro Football Focus, below average. <laughs> Washington Post, C-. Yeah, so Pro Football Focus basically gave him like a D. Yeah, so that's that's embarrassing. But basically everyone just kind of copied from each other, and they're like, hey, this was a B. He did pretty good, but we're not going to say okay. hey, he did outstanding. And now for Felix's. Let's do a drum Felix roll. Archer. Is there even a drum roll anymore? Take. 
Here's my analysis. You're supposed to say the letter after the drum. No, that's at the very end. Rag now, first overall, our first draft, first round pick. I can't talk today. I know it wasn't a great pick on the line side, and I'm seriously questioning it. It rounds out the offensive line, but I see some downfall on this guy. In 2016, his father passed away. He continued playing through the season. He played hard because he was probably emotionally invested into the sport. Played for Arkansas and a few huge programs, but he, he did good when they played some big programs. He isn't that fast, but he plays center and he plays smart. So if he can direct the line, he should be fine. If he picked by the Lions, and this guy is really a 50-50 pick who could have been there probably the second round, but we took him the first round. So I'm going to trust the Lions here. But it's probably like the last time I trust the Lions. Um, what I meant by his you know, dad passing away was that you know, a lot of guys, especially with like, you know, we've talked about it before, like teams with tragedies play a lot better, you know, yeah, Vegas like this year, be strong, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, I definitely think that he, you know, played his heart out for his dad and will probably continue to do that. But I feel like it might have pushed him to be better as to where he's kind of coming up now and he doesn't have this kind of booster from the emotions. Yeah. So, yeah, and so, you know, that's not anything, you know, that's attacking him or anything. I just kind of think that that could be that could go into effect. So that's it just goes to my further reason to question, you know, the Lions picking him Uh, second round key carry on Johnson. I just read an article on M live uh, last hour that makes. My stomach and head hurt and everything that I have that, you know, felt a little good about the Lions hurt. Lions drafted a great up-the-middle runner who doesn't plow through people but is smart and has a good stiff arm. Auburn ran him inside against some tough SEC defenses, and he did great. Lions are reportedly going to use him more as an outside runner, and that just kind of hurts. We're trying to, ch- like, why are we trying to change him if he ha- if he's had so much success and the Lions have had the least success in run offense in the past three seasons? Great pickup. That I don't think was too early, but if the Lions ruin him and try to make him into a Reggie Bush, it'll be a disaster. He's a good receiving back, too. So, you know, they could use him outside in that sense, but I wouldn't run him outside if he's a good up the middle. And we're getting linemen. Why are we trying to run outside if we're getting linemen? We might as well plow through the middle. We're getting this great center. We've got a great guard, guys. We traded for a tackle, guys. Okay, we got a great right side that just got injured. So... We're going to see if the line is actually as good as they're set out to be this coming season. And you better hope so, Lions fans, or else we're going to have some problems with Martha Ford up in ownership. Walker, third-round pick, super athletic safety. wasn't huge in college. He has long arms and is always studying and working on his game. One of of the best player predictors predicted him going in a fifth and sixth round, which makes sense. He wasn't from a great school and made tons of tackles with about two interceptions. Still a little risky. Took him a little high. I don't really like that pick. Hand, he finally, the lines make sense. This adds to our rotation on the defensive line, which Hand has been a part of all of Alabama. We traded up to get him, so we saw something in him. He has, he's super athletic and is speedy off the edge and has produced big time for Alabama when he came in. This could be a great pick for the Lions, and in case someone gets injured, he can come into the rotation. Should be a good pick. I don't know if we'll see immediate effect from Hand, but, you know, he's, he's a pretty good player. Uh, Crosby, I think the pick that that the Lions may just release because their offensive line is already deep. He could be a guy that they just shift around. It's pretty versatile, but I see the Lions moving him around just as a backup. Average pick. Uh, it kind of does make sense. And then Bodden, our final pick. Bodden is a selfless player who has transitioned to an amazing run blocker at SDSU, and he's been very consistent. The Lions could use Bodden in some formations, but I don't know if they will because never really ran I formation and have been running more pistol. But if the Lions want to run the ball more, they should have a good start going under center. And, you know, running up the middle, that would be nice to have a fullback. And now for the moment you've been waiting for. You're on the wrong one. That, um, excuse me? Yeah, it's true. This one. C+. Plus. It's not that good. It's not that bad. <laughs> their, not their first, their first overall picks were pretty terrible. Lions' best picks came in the later rounds. The second round pick I really like, but I don't really like the reports on what they plan to do with them. Lions should be done taking so many offensive linemen in the coming years, maybe establish a run game this year. It's what it looks like if they're going, you know, it looks like they're trying to establish a run game this season. I'm surprised Matt Patricia didn't take a lot more defense to incorporate into schemes, but I think we can expect it in the coming years. 
I'm not too optimistic about this year's draft, and I think they'll have about a 50-50 shot at the draft cost being good or not. Anyway, so that is the end of our NFL segment and the show as a whole. But uh, once again, we want to give a big thank you to Lester Wilkins Mortgage Team, and they are at Blue Water Home Loans. So you can visit them at www.bluewaterhomeloans.com and like Blue Water Home Loans on Facebook. We really obviously thank you for the support. Felix is tearing up the script as we speak. Watch it's, this one. It's kind of like that outside the line show. No, that's around the horn. But they the crumple horn. it up. They make like paper yeah, airplanes and throw it at the end of the show. That's the one. Okay, right, guys. We'll see you next week. I don't even know who's going to be here. I'll probably be here. I don't know. Are you going to be I here? I hope so. I'll be here. I hope so, too. Bye, guys. Love yeah. you. This is 91.9, where the good music lives. WRW, Port Huron.